I've had this messages from all parts of the world from women who say, I've never been on a group ride before, but I really want to participate in cyclophone. How do I do it? And so they end up stepping up in their communities as leaders and putting on these rides when they don't have any experience with it, but it's just because they want to be a part of it that they are able to put themselves in that spot. And you know how hard that can be sometimes for women to do. And uh, it's just like we've created this opportunity not just to ride bikes together, but to strengthen yourself and to strengthen others. And some of the rides have been going on for all six years. And these wonderful communities have developed out of those rides. You know, women that never would have come together for any reason otherwise are still riding bikes together every year in celebration of Cyclothem. Hey, what's up? This is Kat. Welcome to the Joyride. Hey, what's up, Joyriders? This is Kat, and you're listening to episode number 26 of the Joyride podcast, where we celebrate women on bikes. On this episode, I chat with Sarai Snyder, co-founder of Cyclofem, an annual ride now in its sixth year. Cyclofem is a global celebration of women created to honor the past from the shoulders of those who stood before us for the freedom to choose and the chance to wear pants, to celebrate the present with strength and courage, voices raised, moving together, and to empower the future of women everywhere, the backbone of positive social change. On this episode, we'll talk about the origins of Cyclofem, Sarai's first bikepacking trip, tips on how you can get more comfortable in the great outdoors, why she rides, and, of course, bike snacks. The Cyclofem ride happens every year, the same weekend as Mother's Day here in the U.S. And, by the way, if you're listening to my voice in a far-off land, I'd love to know where you're listening from. Drop me a line, please, at the Joyride Podcast at Gmail, or in the comments below on this post on Instagram, or wherever you're consuming it. Anywho, uh, Cyclofem rides are happening all over the U.S., Portland, L.A., Savannah, Houston, Brooklyn, Boulder. There are literally too many cities participating to list. And all across the globe, uh, from Cape Town, South Africa, Buenos Aires, Australia, even a fat bike ride in Bern, Switzerland, Cyclofem rises up every year as a global movement to empower the girl and ignite the woman. Check out the show notes for links to this year's ride list. If you're listening to this show prior to May 13th and 14th, 2017, there's still time to join in the fun. Um, If you're listening to this later and you've never heard of Cyclofem before, well, maybe you'll lead a ride in your own town next year. Show notes can be found at girleatsbike.com forward slash joyride026. Or if you are listening to my voice through your ear holes via a mobile device, then go ahead and tap on the album art, and theoretically the link should pop up there too. All right, Joyriders, it is a beautiful, sunny Saturday here in Portland, Oregon, and I need to go get out on the bike. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Sarai Snyder. Sarai Snyder, welcome to the Joyride. Hi. I am so excited that you're here with me today. Uh, I am just as excited as you are, maybe (laughs) even more. (laughs) Um, Where where in the world are you? Uh, Currently, I am in Winter Park, Colorado, but I I live in Boulder, Colorado. Um, 
Is that where you learned to ride a bike? Oh, no. I uh, learned to ride a bike when um, I was living in Kentucky, where I grew up. And I remember having a little red bicycle and having to ride it around in the gravel um, because we lived in the country. So gravel roads and uh, farm roads and all kinds of stuff like that. So it was an interesting place to learn. (laughs) Um, How does cycling fit into your life today? Like where, how much time do you get out on the bike on a regular basis? And what does that look like? Well, you know, honestly, cycling has changed a lot for me through the years. Um, I'm riding less these days, but that's only because I'm, I'm finding more time to spend outside in other ways, um, doing more running and just, you know, um, generally getting out as much as I possibly can, but I still commute around town. I still mountain bike. I did a bikepacking trip last year and I'll probably do one again this year, but it's definitely changed for me. And, and I, I think it's, it's more special now because I'm not just doing it all the time, but on the times when, um, I plan something really amazing. So, um, that's a great segue because speaking of planning something really amazing, you're one of the co-founders of the Cyclofem ride. Yes. Yes. Tell me, um, so we're going to talk about that, which I'm super excited about. Um, tell me a little bit about where Cyclofem started. So Cyclofem began, I guess, well, this is our sixth year. Um, I've been in the bicycling world for a long time in the industry, doing a lot of writing, um, promoting women cycling. And at that time I felt like there was just this really big need to celebrate. I felt like we had kind of a lot of different voices asking for different things and pushing in different directions, but we had kind of gotten away from the realization that cycling has done so much for women. It's been, the bicycle has been so, so important, um, to us all over the world. And, um, I wanted to make sure that, that we remembered that and we took time to celebrate and come together and just be joyous. So whose idea, whose idea was Cyclofem? It was my idea. Um, I, I got really, really super lucky and connected with a couple of women in New York city who have a, a branding agency and they also ride bikes. Um, they, they're mostly commuters. Uh, Tanya got into road biking after we started Cyclofem and they, they came on and said, you know, we want to do this brand work for Cyclofem. And I was like, that's amazing. And so we worked together, um, seamlessly and it was, it was just this magical partnership. And six years later, we're still going strong. Um, and this year it seems really cool because you're partnering with one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite community organizations, which is World Bicycle Relief. Um, tell me a little bit about how that partnership happened, I suppose, and then what the advantages are going to be for both of the organizations. Sure. We um, have a very generous um, donation that's a, that's a matching grant that's come in, and we have the opportunity to, to raise money raise it's $15,000 is our matching grant. So if we raise up to that amount, we're able to 
provide, you know, twice as many bicycles. And we're targeting our efforts towards the program that, that World Bicycle Relief has been developing in Kenya, uh, specifically to educate and get um, schoolgirls to, to provide them with bicycles. How have you seen the the cyclofem rides evolve? Like, how many were in the that first year that you launched? How many rides did you do? You know, it was amazing. We had 116 rides that first year, which wow. was, and I think we were in like 14 countries or something. So, um, it's like kind of expanded and then come back in and then grown and come back in. It's just kind of um, changed, but. The what I find to be interesting is that sometimes some years there are less rides, but on the years when there are less rides, each ride is way bigger. So that's amazing. It just means that the community is is growing more in in more of a like a tight knit way. Do you um, ride typically in Colorado, where like, or do you do different cyclofem rides in different cities or anything like that? I try to get around a little bit. I went to Portland one year and it was uh, unbelievable. I don't know if you know April Streeter, but she always heads up a cyclofem ride. And sometimes there's like a big parade and balloons and cupcakes. And she's, uh, she's pretty, pretty awesome at that. So I went one year for that and we, um, where else have I been? Fort Collins. I did one in Fort Collins. Uh, that's also Colorado. But otherwise, I've been in Boulder, which is pretty fun. Um, do you have a big like party around that day? I mean, I, I, I'm imagining that you would because of how much work must go into the organizing of this. But tell me a little about that. You know, um, I, I probably just I just get super excited to just get on my bike and go that day. Um, I still have so much work to do, like with all the social media and just keeping up with everything. But and it's such an emotional time for me because I'm seeing all these ripples all over the world. You know, it, it's the coolest thing because it starts, um, you know, a day before, you know, when we used to just do one day. It starts, you know, with the time zones. It starts in like Japan, usually, or Australia or New Zealand, wherever we have a ride. And it just, you know, for 24 hours, it just keeps showing up all over the world and it's a it's so I'm usually like so tired because I've been up like checking in on all the rides and stuff like that but um yeah there's usually some champagne involved (laughs) that sounds super cool to be able to like witness that ripple happening from you know an idea and over 40 countries and thousands and thousands of participants. Um, my first cyclofem ride actually was here in Portland, uh, thanks to April Streeter. So yeah, definitely familiar. Awesome. What's up? And they were like, they just looked at me like I was insane. They're like, what did you just do? I was like, come on. It's like no big deal. So anyway, that was my first mountain bike ride. And, and ever since then I've just, um, continue to to get further and further into it i i started getting into downhilling a couple years ago so i even love doing that um but really it's it's just it's being out on the trails i mean i live in in colorado in the mountains and um it it takes you to the most spectacular places 
And, you know, last year I did a bike packing trip, a mountain bike backpacking trip um, on the uh, Colorado Trail in the San Juan Mountains. And, you know, to be able to go 75 miles is pretty hard uh, with a backpack and a walking, but put, you know, put a bike under you and you can do it in three days. It was just fantastic. Was that self-organized or was that with a group? How, how was that for you? It was uh, self-organized. It was actually just a friend of mine and myself. Um, it was actually really hard. I would not choose the San Juan Mountains as your first bikepacking trip. So, <laughs> do you want to? Do you have any desire to elaborate on that? Not, not so much. <laughs> you know, um, I think that any time that you attempt, you know, something adventurous in the outdoors. You just have to be super prepared and pay attention to the weather. And, you know, it, it was definitely kind of a, we got pretty cold. (laughs) We got pretty cold. We ran out of food. We had to sleep in the tent for like 14 hours because it was pouring rain and hailing. Um, lots of thunder and lightning when you're going over these, you know, super exposed passes, but you know what? It was a I would do it again. It's pretty amazing. That's so badass. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The running out of food thing is like, I don't know, maybe you can tell with my obsession with snacks, but uh, the running out of food thing is the thing that probably freaks me out the most with the idea of bikepacking. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, we, we probably had some options that, you know, but I was like the, this was, I was consuming sugar at this time and I would, like the last day we just had to get where we didn't have time to like stop and cook, which the only thing we had left is like noodles that we had to cook and we didn't have time to do that. So I'm like taking packets of scratch labs and I'm just like pouring it in my mouth and drinking water to, yeah, but it it was fun. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So when you go out on a typical mountain bike ride, maybe the bike packing trip, notwithstanding what, Type, what distance do you do? Do you know what elevation of climbing you typically do? And what are some, what do you bring with you? Like what's an every ride carry for you? Um, so that's a really good question because I am so, I'm like becoming more and more interested in the more time I spend outside in the mountains. I mean, it, it just, it can get kind of crazy kind of fast you know if the weather changes or whatever and so I always actually bring extra when I go mountain biking um probably my favorite ride is is about maybe 20 to 25 miles um we have some pretty serious elevation gain in Colorado I I don't know what how much that would be maybe a couple thousand feet per ride would be average and um you know, always, I always bring a camel back when I go on those rides and with lots of water, extra food, a jacket, flat repair, uh, tools in case I need to fix my chain or anything like that. Uh, a lot of times I ride by myself, so I have to have everything to be able to get back out. Are you in a place where you're getting like reception any kind of like cell phone coverage i know that's is probably kind of silly but what do you do to take care of yourself in terms of personal safety you know um 
I don't rely on my phone. Um, I, I feel, I feel really fortunate to have been, um, to have been raised with, um, outdoor skills and I, I feel really comfortable, um, not over comfortable. I think that that's kind of dangerous, but I feel really comfortable in the outdoors. And I think it's actually one of the most important things that we could possibly do for ourselves is, is learn that skill. Um, just as important as riding a bike. I mean, to, to feel comfortable knowing that, that you can survive a little time outside is so important. I mean, I, I've been lost before in the dark without a light and it's, you know, it's tricky, but if you just stay calm and kind of, you know, prepare yourself mentally, there's, um, you can get through it. Do you have any, um, tips for where, uh, where a woman might go to find some resources to start becoming more comfortable in the outdoors? Wow. Hmm. Um, I'm working working on some of those resources. (laughs) Um, You know, I think a good starting point is just um, there's there's different volunteering that you can do with uh, ranger organizations, with some of the national parks and things like that. Um, Getting out and doing some reading on your own. Uh, There's a couple magazines and websites. I feel like just as much as we've had an issue in the past with information being available for women in cycling, we have the same problem across the board for women in the outdoors. Um, I feel like just like tools, you know, a lot of times girls are not taught how to use tools. And in the same way, I feel like girls aren't really provided with a good outdoor education. So, um, we have to go out and find it ourselves sometimes. So tell me about bike snacks. What do you like to eat when you're out? <laughs> what do you like to eat when you're out on a ride? What do you uh, crave when you're done with, you know, a particularly heavy ride? What do you like? Um, I am a salty snacker, like full on salty snacker. Um, so, but I, I've, I've gotten pretty far away from a lot of the bars and stuff. So I, I prefer to eat, um, I, potato chips are really my go-to. I don't even care if they're smashed. They're, they're the best when you need a salty snack. Um, dried fruit and sometimes even like a hard boiled egg or something like that. Real food. Real food, yeah. Real food. Do you do any of the, um, well, you said you use a camelback, but do you do any of those, like, mix-in drink uh, electrolyte supplements or any of that kind of stuff? I don't. I um, do not use sugar. So they all have sugar in them. Um, You know, there's a lot of things that you can do with... I mean, I haven't really had a problem with it. As long as you're taking in enough food, it, there's usually, it usually has what you need. And then there's like those pills. What are they? Um, like sport legs and things like that. So those are really good for electrolytes if you need those, if you're cramping or anything like that. I haven't seen those. I have to get uh, acquainted with this because I'm learning mm-hmm. that's definitely a place where I hit a deficit. And um, yeah, salt and vinegar chips, I found myself on like the last hot 
the heavy ride that I did was like, I need some salt and vinegar potato chips. Yep. <laughs> done. It's weird that what, what your body ends up craving when you're in a place where you need something, you know? Definitely. Protein is really important too. Sarai, if you could go on a bike ride with anyone, anywhere, living or dead, who would you go with, where, and uh, tell me about it? Oh, wow. You know, um, I, th- I think I'd I probably see my grandmother. I don't even know if she knew how to ride a bike, but she was the most incredible woman. Um, she grew up in, uh, in France, and her brother was handicapped, and he didn't have a wheelchair, so she would carry him around on her back. And I, you know, I think about stories like that and I'm like, I just wish I had learned so much more from her, you know, back then. But I think I would, I think I'd like to ride through the French countryside with my grandmother. Sounds super nice. Sarai, what do people not ask you? Um, and this could be in relation to Cyclofem or with your professional bike industry stuff. What do people not ask you that you wish that they would? That is a tough question. Um, I think it's really interesting how few people uh, actually ask me why I ride. Um, that's a, I mean, a, a lot of other people get asked that, but I, I guess they skip me because, <laughs> because they know how important it is to my life. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like riding a bike has always, it's been a place that I've always felt super comfortable. Um, and it's taking me, taken me to some really amazing places. It's made me feel super independent and times when I wasn't so independent. And I feel like that has been, you know, it makes me feel strong when I don't, when I don't think I'm strong and and it, it just kind of reinforces, um, all of the positives when I, when I get out and ride. Sarai, thanks so much for finding the time to chat with me today. I'm really excited. This is going to be out prior to the Cyclofem rides. So, um, so we'll have everything linked up in the show notes so that hopefully they'll be able to find them on, on this list here. Awesome. Sarai, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. to Sarai for hanging out with us and sharing the bike love. Don't forget to check out this year's ride list through the show notes link or cyclofem.com forward slash 2017 dash ride list. Fort Wayne, Indiana, New Zealand, um, Raleigh, Vancouver, Indianapolis, Syracuse, Bloomington, um, Austin, uh, Roanoke. Seriously, seriously, you guys. There, Estonia, Estonia. There's a ride happening there. Bellingham, Washington. Uh, come on, I can't. I can't do this all day. Just check out the link and um, sure that your town is there or at least someplace nearby. And if not, there is still time to register a ride. Remember, if you're riding with us, the collective global us that is Cyclofem, and sharing the bike love on social media, tag your pics with the Cyclofem hashtag and heck, tag the Joyride podcast in it too especially if you're rocking a cool cap. Now that the warm weather is back, I am totes jelly of all your badass cycling caps. 
bring them to me. Friends, you know, I believe in the transformative power of the bike in our personal lives, our communities, and the world at large. I'd be super grateful if you would please leave a rating or a review for the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever method you listen. It does help more gals to find the show, and I believe the more stories we share, the more women who ride, we make this world, our internal world and our external world, we make it a better place with every revolution. Of course, ratings and reviews in iTunes do help to get the show out there, exposed to more listeners, but nothing is better than a personal referral. It sure would be rad if you would share the show with even just one woman who you think might dig it. As always, friends, I appreciate your time and your attention. Remember, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Keep moving forward, and until next time, I hope you enjoy the ride. What is on a, a mountain bike ride? Um, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Let me start that. Up. Come back. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, my God.